Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to our house. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I am Marcus Johnson. <laughs> and what? <laughs> <laughs> we are so happy that you decided to join us again for another edition of Our House. Yeah. It's a new month. It's September. And this it's, year is going by so fast. I know. I know. But I'm excited because we're about to get into my favorite time of the year. Fall. And then fall means holidays. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Santa's little helper over here. You guys don't know this side of me yet. Yeah, I'm sure our, she'll our have a whole family. Y'all don't know uh, the December jolly Jamaya. She's gonna have a whole <laughs> segment on Christmas. How to shop? Oh, y'all better. She's gonna do it. my Marcus Money coming. moment for Christmas shopping. Am I? Yeah. I think you're probably gonna rebuttal everything that I say. Though. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm super excited. When September comes, it just makes me get so excited because fall is my favorite season um, because I just love the crisp air. You know, I get to layer and wear a lot of fun clothes and yeah. shoes and I get to go to the pumpkin patch and the leaves change colors and it's so pretty. It's just a happy time of year and it leads right into my favorite time of year, which is the holidays. So I'm super excited. I just really hope that the weather catches up and you know, cools down a little bit. Yeah, because it's still hot. It's still super hot. When is the official first day of fall? Like You're going to ask me a question you know I don't know the answer to. I feel like it's like the end of September. Or yeah, like, I want to say it's like the 21st, but I could be 100% wrong. Yeah, and you I got don't. me on here just <laughs> giving out wrong information. I don't really know, but yeah, it's, yeah it needs to come because I'm sick of the heat. You know, I like summer, but I've had enough of it. And so now I'm ready to move right on into fall but did you have a good day today honey yeah today was cool uh, i've been gone all day you have you literally just got here I like just an hour walked ago. in the door mm -hmm. it's becoming a habit that i walk in the door eat and then get on this mic every wednesday <laughs> so i'm just starting to get used to it yeah yeah you you weren't even giving me any type of fuss or nothing today no nah, because i really wanted to get this done so that i could do what i wanted to do which is what, because what I want to do is watch the Bobby Brown That's part That's exactly two. what I want to do. Okay, good. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me get in here, make sure I get to this food, because I ain't ate all day, and then get to this podcast so I can get to relaxation. Yeah, because, um, so yesterday was part one of the Bobby Brown story on BET, mm -hmm. and it was very good. It was um, good. Very insightful even though they I deleted learned. the scene that i wanted to see um you don't even know if that scene was actually there no, it, they it, said it, it was existed. in the book right no it was in the book and they actually filmed it but bet cut it last minute oh well i don't know anything about that yeah but so i wanted to see it i just learned a whole lot about bobby brown that i i did not know and i'm curious to see what this part two is gonna hold it's actually on right now but i'm recording it because Marcus got here late and we needed to do this podcast first. Otherwise, we would have been up all night long. <laughs> all night and I would have been cranky. Yeah. But it's very good if you haven't seen it or you didn't watch part one or two. Because by the time y'all hear this, part one and two will be over. Right. I'm sure BET is going to play it over and over and over again. You know so it. you'll just have to catch it to watch it. But it's very interesting. Bobby Brown had a little thing with Janet Jackson and some other juicy stuff that I had no idea about. I just I want to read his book. Bobby Brown the was the man back in the day. Will you read the book with me? Sure. You will? Yeah, I'll read okay. it. Okay. Seems like it'd be a good read. 
yeah, I want to read the book. So that'll be on my reading list coming up. And then also this past weekend was Labor Day weekend. So it was a long weekend. Yeah. Um, and we had a good time. We didn't really have any like set in stone plans. We kind of just played everything by ear. And sometimes that's the best thing because you end up having so much fun. We um, kicked it with some of our really good friends, Sebastian mm-hmm. and Brittany. We went to a winery that we had been trying to go to. And then we ended up coming home and grilling a little bit. So we grilled. Okay. Well, Marcus grilled a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I ate. <laughs> exactly. That was a good time. I had a good time at the winery. Learned some interesting facts about wine. Mm-hmm. I didn't We're know that it took. We're drinking wine right now, actually. Um, I didn't know that it took so long for them to get from grape to the finished Bottle. product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just blew my mind. Yeah, it's like a years. Uh, well, three some, years. Yeah, three years, like for some types of wine, and then it's right. even longer for other types. Right. But yeah, it's a very intricate process, and I appreciate every glass that I have, like the one that I have in my hand right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I just want to say shout out to. I've been getting a lot of uh, messages, um, DMs here lately, uh, about you know the Marcus Money moments, and I appreciate y'all. And I'm gonna get to to everybody. I haven't had a chance to get to everybody's uh, questions today, um, but here in the next couple of weeks, I'll make sure that I get to y'all. Yeah, and I've relayed the people who've contacted me and told me that y'all like his money moments and y'all had suggestions and things that y'all wanted to hear him talk about. I promise you, I told him. I promise y'all, man. he has a whole, like, he has a plan. So he has to stick to his plan for now, and then he's going to DV off of it. And Yeah, man, it, it warms it. my cold heart. <laughs> you do that, not have a cold heart. So many people are interested in some of these the stuff that I've been talking about. So it just makes me happy that I'm touching a few people, you know, day by day. Cold heart. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you had a cold heart. I know. You have I don't. a huge I don't. Warm heart. It's it's a problem. It's not a problem. It definitely is. Why is it a problem? Because sometimes you can care about stuff that you probably should not care about. That's me. I feel like the stuff that you're not supposed to care about, you do a very good job of not caring. <laughs> it's me that like I care about stuff that I should just kind of let roll off my shoulders. And I don't really know how to do that. Yeah. I think that's a conversation for another day. Yeah, it is. But I'm just saying, like, it's not a bad thing that you have a nice heart. Well, you know. And I never want to see your heart turn cold. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, guys, let's get right into our episode today. So we're going to start right off with Jam's Juice. And this is actually a um, message that I received on Instagram from one of you wonderful listeners. Um, So Marcus and I are going to talk about it. So here's the question. Okay. The message said, do you think it's okay that I'm still friends with my ex? We were together for five years and ended mutually with no drama. It's been about three years since that ended, and I'm in a relationship with someone else now who I really am growing to love a lot. My ex is still considered one of my good friends, but I'm not sure if my current boyfriend would be okay with it if he knew. Should I just tell my current boyfriend or just cut the friendship off? Uh, My first reaction would be, definitely to say something because mm-hmm. you would hate for that to come back and bite you in the ass later on well yeah because i just was kind of thinking about the fact that you said 
you're not sure if your current boyfriend would be okay with it if he knew. So why does he not know? Right, because that would that would make him feel like you probably have something else going on and you hiding something. Right. So it doesn't make it make him feel comfortable in y'all's relationship. Right. And you know, I'm I'm not the type of person who's going to sit here and say that people can never be friends with their exes or whatever because depending on the situation if y'all formed a friendship beforehand and then it's strictly friendship afterwards and it's open with you and your new significant other, Mm -hmm. then sometimes it can be okay. As long as you're completely over the person, that's something that you have to play out in your own mind and your own head, you know, figure it out and know that you have the type of self-control or, or basically just know that you're over the person. Yeah. If you know in your heart that you're over the person, then it shouldn't be a problem for you to continue to be friends with this person. And it shouldn't be a problem for you to let your significant other know that you're friends with them. Yeah. So the fact that you're with this new person and you're friends with your ex, but your boyfriend doesn't know, it seems like you're hiding it from your boyfriend. And that makes it, the perception is that you're, you're hiding it for a reason. Yeah, man, like, it, it definitely wouldn't make me. I wouldn't be comfortable in that situation if you was trying to hide it. No. Um, but I do think that on the other side of it, it's really a, a situational type issue mm-hmm. because the boyfriend may not care. Right. Right. Um, and if he doesn't care, then you know. But I still don't think you should hide it. But I mean, I would ask, give him the opportunity to say he doesn't care. Yeah, you definitely got to <laughs> give him the opportunity. And then I also would say to put yourself in that situation. How would you feel? If he had a girl that was his close, close friend. That was an ex. That was an ex that they was together for five years who have history and built up a whole lot of rapport. And then he hiding it from you. Yeah. And then you found out. And then you found out about it. Oh, man. Like, how would that make you feel? Would it make you feel secure in your relationship? Or would it make you feel like. And it could be harmless. It could be harmless, but it's going to make your your, uh, hamster wheels spin (laughs) and you're gonna be like why was he keeping this from me and he could have been keeping or you might be keeping it from him thinking that it's gonna cause a problem and you're trying not to stir up drama or have any confusing confusion in your relationship but with stuff like this it it could end up being more confusion by hiding it than to just go ahead and share true true statement i agree yeah so i would say i would say you just need to go ahead and say something yeah so to the first Uh, part of your question do i think it's okay yes i i think it's okay but maybe you need to tell your boyfriend and and talk it out with him especially if you said you're in a relationship with someone now who you really am growing to love a lot so that means you're falling in love falling in love with this man then respect him enough to share this and And see how he feels my other and i don't want to stay on it too long but my (laughs) other point of the question is is if you're in a relationship with this new guy and y'all are falling in love like why are you still attached to the the old boyfriend it might not be an attachment i won't i won't say that she's like attached but if they were friends then it might just be a friendship that she doesn't want to let go of it might just be a really good friend and strictly that in her eyes or so maybe it, not it I don't had know. to be something that y'all walked away from each other yeah she so, said it was mutual so she said it was mutual with no drama so, so that means that they mutually decided that they didn't work. Maybe so, they. So in my mind, that means that y'all didn't have no drama, and y'all probably parted ways because y'all was, you know, 
still growing and finding each other. Yeah, and it so just that didn't still work. to me leaves an open door that potentially, since y'all got some space from each other, that y'all could really come back and reconnect. <laughs> Why so, are you looking at so me I like this? I don't know. <laughs> He's giving me the like. <laughs> I don't know how now the more and more that I just let this marinate. No, he's I'm looking like, at me like, hmm. I'm like, why are y'all so close? Look, to, she didn't say to we me, so close. Especially because you said no drama. That means that door's still open. No, it doesn't. He can come back through the back door. Marcus, that's not what that means. Oh, but that's what it means no, to me. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure every man on here is like, yeah, bruh. He still got the end. No, he doesn't. Not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. You can't just say that. You don't, I don't know, know this person. Bro. It's 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 some variables that I would need or some questions I would need some answers to. I mean, like, I don't know. But if the if the other guy is comfortable with it, then all right, cool. But you definitely can't be around here sneaking yeah, around. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, don't hide it. I don't think it's right that you have gone this long and you haven't said anything because did it tell us my how long question they was is, together? since y'all are friends with the new person, mm-hmm. um, no, it just says it's been about three years since the last relationship ended, and now she's with someone else who she's growing to love a lot. So she was with the per- person five years. It's been three years, and they still super close. And she feels <laughs> like, <laughs> and she feel like she can't even tell the boyfriend about it because I mean. Well, my question that just came up in my head is since they're good, since they're, I don't know if it's, yeah, it says my ex is still considered one of my good friends. Since they're good friends, is this somebody who comes around her and her new boyfriend and she just hasn't told her new boyfriend that that's Mm. an ex? Girl, if you've been doing that, don't do that, girl. Don't do that. (laughs) How close are (laughs) y'all? Are y'all still... Nah, don't do that. Being don't intimate. Don't I'm assume asking. that she doing that. She I didn't say. I didn't say you are. I said, are you? I'm asking. Are y'all still be having more than just a friendship? I don't know, but girl, please don't tell me that you've been bringing this man around your new boyfriend and you Ooh, just haven't told that's your the new ultimate boyfriend dagger. that this your ex. Yeah, you, you. Because if if that's the case. Whenever you tell him that that's your ex, be prepared for some drama. Yeah, I might. You might have to omit that part. No, don't lie. <laughs> you don't might tell have. the girl to lie. If you gonna be out here and you have said, how you gonna tell the girl to tell her new boyfriend, but then tell her to omit that part? She can't tell him and then omit that at the same time. Well, you 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 right. <laughs> you right. But. Just be honest, but I'm telling you, I mean, be you're already in here now. You in it, so you be in prepared it now. So you... for it to be some drama, and be prepared for your new boyfriend to be mad. But if y'all can work through it, and you can prove and let him know that I'm... it's nothing between y'all, and then maybe it might be a plus. If this is somebody who's been coming around, and it's they've strictly nah. been friends, and ain't been uh-huh. no flirtation that or nothing, be cool. then he might be like, okay, well maybe they are just friends. Nope, he gonna feel some type of way. I'm telling okay, you, hundred percent. Hundred percent, especially if you've been well. Also depends this on how long. Around. It depends on how long she's been with this new dude. Yeah, if you've been parading the old nigga around, <laughs> and then you just coming up to me talking about yeah, we actually used to date. 
Oh, now he been all smiling in my face. <laughs> I didn't told him some that's stuff. That's when they smile in my face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man, face. that's the, that's the ultimate dagger right there. So I hope you ain't been bringing him around. Uh, oh, girl, you're going to have to give me some more details yeah, need, and let me know. We need, we, know, we need more information on this one. Let this me one know how me this goes. If you decide to tell him, or if you don't decide to tell him, I want to know either way, girl, because I'm invested now. <laughs> So I want to know. You gonna have to give me the tea, okay? Okay. But okay. You know, you know the new dude, and you know how his temperament. Mm-hmm. So you know this. Some people they just some people are super, super easy going, super chill, and they'll be like, okay, you know, just keep it friendly. Whereas I know Marcus will be like, oh man, what? Like what? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, that's some jams juice for you today. That is some jams juice for Tell you. For sure. <laughs> All right. And listeners, if you, we want to hear what y'all think too. So make sure y'all email us if y'all got any thoughts on this because we. Or DM. Y'all yeah. seem to like DMing. Yeah, so DM. That's, fine. that's true. <laughs> yeah, so just go ahead and DM us on y'all thoughts on this because I'm curious. Yeah. Because um, I'm like puzzled right now. I mean, I ain't too much puzzled. I just want to know what you're going to do. And if it's juicy enough, I'll um, I'll share it on another edition of Jam's Juice. I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> She's not about to tell him. That's what's about to happen. You don't know. 100%, 100% facts. If she is You don't know. You don't know this person. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. She's not telling him. Okay. I think she will. I don't. I think she will. Well, especially get, be, if she falling in love. Be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> What's that from? Pre- I don't know. Seriously? I don't. I'm still stuck on this question right now. You can't be. You can't do that to me right now. You don't know where that's from? It's a Disney movie. I don't know. Marcus. What? The Lion King. Oh yeah. Nah, it's, it's ringing in my head now. Wait, was it the Lion King? So you don't even know. <laughs> That's the wine, y'all. You just out here giving out gotta, all kind of bad information. Let's move today. on because right. this wine got me <laughs> kind of confused. You over here tripping today, cuz. <laughs> okay, moving right along to Marcus Money Moments. <laughs> Look at you trying to spin it off on me. So, um, Marcus Money Moment of this week, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but September is Life Insurance Awareness Month. So for every segment um, of Marcus Money Moment this uh, month, I'm going to do a little tidbit about life insurance. Um, So first of all, I know this is one of those topics that a lot of people don't want to talk about. uh, But life insurance is like a simple answer to a lot of very difficult questions. And that question is, how will my family manage financially if something happens to me? Right. And that's a question that. We don't want to talk about, but we need the answer to, right? And, you know, life insurance can provide that answer for you. So there are all and so many types of life insurance. And throughout this month, I'm going to share with you the different types because I know most people only think about life insurance in one form. And that form is mostly something happens to me. My family's going to get a check. That's it. Right. Um, And most people, they buy what they call term, which I'll get into next week, the different types of insurances. Um, And we're going to get into that, especially if people who follow Dave Ramsey, I know he has this philosophy where he talks about buy term and invest the rest, uh, which is he always forgets to omit the part where it's really that most people buy term and spend the rest. But that's a whole nother thing that we're going to talk about next week. Uh, So I wanted to point out some facts for you guys about life insurance and Maybe some of you know, maybe some of you don't. 
Um, but nine in ten, almost nine in ten Americans agree that most people need life insurance. Yet just fifty percent say they have it. Hmm. So people, a lot of people agree, but they just ain't. They doing ain't doing it. it. They ain't doing the work. Um. So I mean that that right there lets you know that there's a need for this stuff, right? Chances are you're gonna need life insurance at some point because basically what it does is it allows you to get money in the event that something happens to your family so that you're able to take care of them. And the main thing that I want to stress to you guys is it's tax free, right? So the money that you're gonna receive. Or the money that the beneficiary is going to receive is tax free, right? So I hear a lot of times people who have a little bit more money say that they're going to self-insure. And nine times out of ten, the people I'm talking about, they don't even have enough money to do what they're trying to do. But I don't even, I don't, you know, I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably I will tell them, but I'm going to do it in if a different ask, type of or way. If, or if they're your client. Uh, Yeah. But even if you're self-insuring, it's not tax free. But again, we're going to get into the different types of products, you know, next week. So I want to talk about um, the times that you're going to need to review or think about getting life insurance, the different times in your life. So first thing I would say is whenever you getting married or when you get married, okay, right, you need to consider getting some type of life insurance. Again, we're going to talk about the different types another time, but Getting married means that now you're going to combine two incomes and nine times out of 10, if you have two incomes in a household, you start to adjust your lifestyle towards two incomes. Mm -hmm. So in the event that something happens to one of those people and one of those income streams is gone, now that's going to cause some type of problem for your family. Right. Especially if one party or the other party makes more money and you're leaning more towards that person. Right. Yeah. And so a lot of times when you think about that. It it gets you into a, a situation where it's like, OK, now what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the person who makes that m the most money is gone and now you've adjusted your lifestyle to meet that. Now we got a problem because that income stream is gone forever. Yeah. And that's probably why, unfortunately, a lot of times when these um, fatalities happen or unexpected deaths happen, we see a lot of GoFundMe exactly. accounts um, popping up on social media because people weren't prepared. I mean, no one's ever going to be prepared Absolutely for something not. like that to happen. But the but money will saying, definitely help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and my goal is to stop these GoFundMes for deaths because it is no, it's no need for them mm -hmm. because there's a way that you can prevent that yeah right um so that's why i'm really big on this and to be honest with you guys um before i would say maybe about two or three years ago in my practice as a financial advisor i didn't really talk a whole lot about life insurance yeah. right i was more of an investment guy but what i realized is that you can't talk to people about wealth accumulation without protection right right mm -hmm. so a lot of times i tell people all the time that you insure everything in your life except yourself right you insure your car you insure your house. You insure your phone. But you ain't even insure yourself, right? So um, getting married is one reason why you would need to think about it. The next step, I would say, is a parent or you're about to become a parent. Uh, and that should be self-explanatory. If you're bringing a new being into this life and you really care about generational, 
wealth, mm-hmm. there should be this is a non-issue to make sure that it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, <laughs> right? This is a no-brainer to make sure that you have enough insurance to be able to transfer some wealth to the next generation. And it really, really just upsets me or makes me a little frustrated when I hear parents say, oh, I, I ain't thinking about leaving no money to my kids. They'll be all right. You know, I had to do it on my own. You shouldn't have kids if you think like that. Exactly. Right? And I don't care if you're offended. I want you to be offended because you should be ashamed of yourself. The whole, and I'm so serious. <laughs> I like, know you are. Like, I'm so serious. <laughs> right? Especially, like, I, I feel like that I'm semi-successful in life. Mm, you are. I want my kids to, to be, be in a situation where they are better. Yeah. And if I don't want that for my kids... What is wrong with you? And I don't even have kids yet. Why are you getting mad? Because like I remember hearing somebody vividly say, I don't, you know, I'm spending all my money. I ain't leaving nothing to nobody. You someone said that? Yeah. Like a client or just a random person? No, a client. Really? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, it really bothers me. And then so selfish. And then a lot of times people come to me and say, Well, you know, I'm gonna leave the kids my uh my properties. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then I hit him with one question. What do you think your kid's going to do as soon as you transfer that money to, or transfer that real estate to them? They're going to sell it. And guess guess who's coming? (laughs) Uncle Sam. (laughs) When you could avoid all of that by paying pennies on the dollar to insure yourself so that they can get some tax-free money. And now we can really talk about giving some generational wealth. You can leave them a house if you want to, but yeah. make sure it's some money too. Right. Which leads me to the next point. <laughs> if you buy a house, buying a house is a great reason to get some insurance because you need to make sure that you can at least have the insurance to cover the home. Yeah. Right. Because if something happens to you, well, you who you want the house to go to? You need to be able to still pro- protect it and pay for it. Mm-hmm. All right. The next point is if you're changing jobs. Right. If you're recently been promoted or changed job, it's a good time to reevaluate your life insurance. Why? Because a lot of y'all out here are depending on your companies to take care of your life insurance. Yeah. Which I always tell people that is a no, no. Especially because isn't it like a small amount? It's then, usually under one hundred thousand dollars. And then it disappears. if you And leave. then if you leave your company, it goes away. And so the longer you wait to actually start to explore the different types of life insurance the worse the chances are of you getting it because with age comes bad health. With bad health comes risk. With risk, insurance companies aren't going to take you. Right. So it's better to do it early than later. Right. The next thing I would say is for retirees or people planning for retirement. Um, So, again, I don't want to get too specific about the different types today but what i do want to say is that there is a big difference between buying the term life insurance and buying insurance as a supplement to retirement because there are some products out there that allow you to build money that you can use to take out tax-free at retirement or even before retirement so you know it's it's a great way to supplement that income um if it's utilized properly right now I will say there are a lot of products out there that are bad, but then there are a lot of ones that are good. That's why you need someone to help navigate you through the noise. And right. the last thing I would say is for my single people too. Uh, most single people don't have a pressing need for insurance because no one depends on them, 
but there are exceptions. If you're providing financial support for aging parents or siblings, if you're carrying significant debt, you wouldn't want to pass on to your family members. You probably need to consider life insurance. All right. And then on top of that, all my single people out there who are planning to get married. <laughs> yeah. Right now, if you want them type people where you ain't got nobody, nobody depends on you. You ain't trying to get married. You ain't doing nothing. You don't care about nobody. Then, yeah, you don't probably need it. But if you don't fit into that box, then you probably knew, probably do. And majority of you won't fit in that box. Majority of you won't. Now, uh, my next point would be the question always comes up, how much do you need? Right. So we get into because sometimes a lot of you people out here are getting with what I call insurance professionals. People who only sell insurance. Got to be careful with those guys. Um, no offense to anybody who's an insurance professional and that's all they do. <laughs> but you got to be careful with them because that's all they do and that's all they're going to talk about. Um, and they're just going to try to get you to get into something. So what I would tell you to do is when you considering getting some life insurance, what you need to do is what we call a needs analysis. Um, and that's where you go through and you tell that person who you're sitting with everything you want to happen when you die. Right. What do you want to cover? Um, are you trying to just cover your funeral costs? Are you trying to do your mortgage? Are you trying to leave money to your kids? Are you trying to pay off all your debts? Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to send your kids to college with this mm -hmm. money? Right. You want to do a whole needs analysis to kind of figure it out. So a calculation that I use this real quick is your current and future financial obligations minus your spouse's earnings, savings and investments equals your life insurance needs. Say that one more time. So here's a quick way to do it. Your current and future financial obligations. Now, how do you determine your future? So that's a great question. Uh, thank you. I know. Right. So <laughs> if somebody makes a hundred thousand dollars a year, uh -huh. right. And you're wanting, that's what we call human capital. Mm. Right. So if I'm living, if I was projected to live another 20 years and I died today, I still had a lot more money to go. Right. Right. So it's my human capital as much. Most people don't account for. So. Okay. So all y'all out there that's like me. I, I'm learning as y'all are learning. So that's why I asked that question. Nah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the rule of thumb is you need 20 times your income. Okay. Right. So that could be an easier way to do it. So, but you can do 20 times your income to figure out what my future projections are. Mm -hmm. But then you can minus whatever my spouse is making and whatever I have saved and any other investments. So that could be subtracted because that's money that I already have. Right. Right. And then that's going to equal your life insurance needs. So whatever that number is, big or small, that's what we need to get. Right. And there's ways to make it where it's affordable. And there's different types of life insurance, which he's going to talk about. There's different types of life insurance, which we're going to talk to talk about next week. Again, the last step of that would be doing this life insurance needs worksheet or the, the needs analysis, which I'm going to, you know, I kind of just briefly Does everybody about. do that or is that just something that you decided to do? Everybody who is considered a financial planner should be doing this. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, everybody is who claims to do this is not a financial planner. So I tell people we're not all created equal. 
Right. If you really want to find out what that person is doing, there's this thing called FINRA broker check. I and think you, you can, talked about this before. You can check anybody <laughs> who you want to check yeah. history and anything about them, right? Uh, because again, there's a lot of pretenders out here, and there's people who are what I won't I, call them pretenders. Some people are just um, not knowledgeable. And they think that they have credentials that they don't have. And they think that they can. Oh, well, they know they don't have them. Well, they know. They think that they can speak on something that they don't have the credentials to speak on. Right. But here's what I'll tell you. Uh, most people who are in this industry and they're invested in this industry, they're going to have the credentials to back them up. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they know that people are getting smarter because of technology. Right. So why would I try to navigate through this changing world of financial literacy and not have the credentials to back myself up makes sense right so again ask your ask your guy these questions or your girl or your girl especially because girls killing out here what licenses do you have and if they start to uh 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 (laughs) you already know what's up they start to what uh uh (laughs) what license do you have can you can you do anything in the securities business ask them these are yeah. questions that you should be asking when you're dealing with somebody who considers themselves a financial planner or advisor. Yeah, because I know it's scary to um, put yourself out there to get any type of financial advice because you feel like you're just like naked laying on the table at the doctor's office. Like that's really what it feels like I when mean, you're doing anything that has to do with money, whether it's buying a house, getting a financial planner to get you some life insurance and all that. Like you're literally putting everything out there. But I really want people to take that that mindset away yeah but because I, yeah but it's gonna take some time but no, that's I, just I, what I, it feels I, like i get it you know uh but they're they're there to help yeah i mean it's no different from you going to your doctor or your that's dentist why I just or, said it feels like you laying naked um, on the doctor's table that's still uncomfortable you gotta go and you gotta do it but it's not comfortable yeah but you you kind of keep those guys at, at this higher standpoint yeah. uh or well, a lot of people do <laughs> But your financial planner, if he's doing his job right, he should be held at the same standards. Yeah. Right. Because he's going to show you how to make sure that your money is working for you better. So he's making you money. And then he's going to show you how to take your money out at the most tax efficient way. Right. So that right there speaks volume, because once you get into retirement and you don't have a plan for your taxes on this money. It's going to be a problem, but I'm not going to talk about that today. Yeah, we got, we got um, layers. There's layers to this life insurance there's thing. There's a lot of layers <laughs> to this life insurance thing or these moments because I told you, Mario, I was going to try to keep it general, but yeah. I'm going to go a little bit deeper than I would normally do next week. So just How be deep? prepared. I'm not going to go super deep, but I want to make sure that I, people understand the different worry, types guys. of I'll pump of his insurance brakes if he gets too deep. Um, <laughs> that you can buy and why you should buy them okay. and where you can buy them. Okay. Make sense? Yeah. So that's the uh, Marcus Money moment of the week. Hope you learned something. Um, And again, I'm going to expound on this next week. Yes. And so since this is an ongoing subject, because Marcus forgot to mention. What? Since this is an ongoing subject, he's going to be talking about life insurance all month. Send in your life insurance questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have any um, life insurance specific questions, send them in. We're going to wait until the last week mm-hmm. to answer any of those questions just in case because he might answer them, you know, before. Yeah. Um, But send them in and you'll be on you'll be anonymous unless you don't want to be. But you can ask anything that has to do with life insurance. No question is dumb. Yeah, even if you're all learning, even if you want to ask me about a particular carrier, meaning the company, 
that you was looking at. Um, I'd be more than happy to give you some general information about the good ones. Yeah, we might. Um, you gonna do that on air? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, um, like I said, every every company out there isn't good for you. I said on air like we live. Right. <laughs> uh, every company out there isn't good for you, and there are some companies out there that are doing some things that I don't necessarily agree with. But again, it's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some carriers that I, I navigate towards because they, they do things the right way, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, you know, and I'm not specific to one company. I like a lot of them. So it really just depends. Okay. So. All right. Well, thank you for that Marcus money moment, Marcus. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. So are you ready to move into the topic of the week? Let's do it. Well, before we get into it, while you were talking, I Googled um, Be Prepared, and it is from The Lion King. <laughs> oh, I knew it was. It was I that song. I just wanted to make sure. It's the song that Scar was singing. Yeah, I know. I remember. But I, I just wanted to make sure I didn't sound dumb on air because I knew it was a Disney movie, but the wine got me thinking that it, it might not have been The Lion King, but it was definitely Scar and the hyenas. Yes. Right? Okay. And they was marching around like the yeah. damn Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> but it really was. You know, it was supposed to look like that. Yeah, I know. Anyway, moving right along to the topic of the week. So, do you remember what we're talking about? I don't remember, but you got this little giggle, so <laughs> I'm not sure. You don't remember? No. I told mm. you. I mean, you know, guys, you know, you this might just be me. me. Now, it's not about not listening to you, but you just tell me so much shit. So what lot- do you want me to do? Not tell you anything? No, it's not that I don't want you to tell me everything, but just don't be mad at me if I don't remember every detail that you told me. I was on Etsy yesterday and I saw this T-shirt that I wanted to buy you that said, um, my wife thinks that I don't listen to her, but she tells me, but she told me something and some other thing or something like Yo, that. that's real. Said, and it's basically like you weren't listening. No, you didn't I know am listening to you just because I can't remember thing. every I mean, you bring me stuff all the time, and I'm just like... And you don't? No. You tell me new stuff every single day, and I listen. You don't listen. I do listen. I'll be very engaged in the things that you have to say. The lies that you tell. Whatever. Anyway, today, for the main topic, we're going to talk about babies. Oh, my God. (laughs) You got these people on here thinking that we pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I just said that I was drinking wine. That's true. <laughs> so I'm not pregnant. Um, I think I'm ready to have a baby. Oh, my God. You telling the world this. I am. I'm telling you guys because you're my friends. You're guests. <laughs> you are guests that come over to our house every week. If you come to my house every week, then I think that I can tell you that I'm ready to have a baby. Oh, my God. So are you? Um, I think I'm straddling the fence. <laughs> you know, I haven't made my mind up either way yet. Okay. Um, uh, you know, just because I'm terrified. Um, and I think that I'm terrified too. I think that when I do have a child, you know, I mean, I think of course I would take care of my responsibility. We've already established on this episode that you have a huge heart. Um, and so that I would grow melt. into it. Yeah. But it's all the stuff that, that leads up to the growing into it part. I don't <laughs> know if I'm necessarily just ready. What? Like what? I mean, you know, it's a cruel world out here. Yeah. Um, 
you know, babies are expensive. Yeah. Um, you know, I like the idea of if I want to go somewhere right now, I go. Yeah. You know, it's not really too much to talk about. I ain't trying to look for no babysitter. I just say, hey, look, we're going to such and such. I don't think we're going to have to really look Listen, for a babysitter. In my mind, <laughs> like, it sounds good because everybody's just <laughs> waiting right now. But after a while, it's going to get old. So. I mean, realistically, how often do we go somewhere to where we need a babysitter? Have you seen our travel schedule this year? Yeah, but that's like spread out. It wasn't like. Every week, it wasn't every other week. It was spread out across months. We do something every week. You know why you don't really think about it? Because <laughs> we don't have to think about it. I mean, so, yeah, but a lot of the things that we do, a child could come. Yeah, but that's going to take time. Yeah. And it's going to make things more complicated. But when we need a babysitter, Marcus, we will have one. It sound good in theory. <laughs> and I know that your mother is going to be down for the cause. Every time. But one of these days, she going to turn into Claire and Cliff. When she was ready for them to go. But we're not going to like have the kid living in her house. That's true. But so still, it won't be she like still that. still want to have weekends to herself. Yeah, and she will. Because I'm going to want to have weekends with my child. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. This ain't no, this ain't one of them type of situations where it's, it's cute. Oh, yeah, it's going to be cute. <laughs> but you can't give it back. It's here. <laughs> it's permanent. It's a permanent thing. So that's what you're afraid of? You're afraid of losing your freedom? Freedom, money, <laughs> time, patience. You don't have patience. Exactly. You have to learn how to have patience. You know how much college is going to be by the time they get there? <laughs> like, for real. Let's do a needs analysis on that. How much is college going to be with an inflation rate of 3% 18 years from 2019? Those of you out there that have children, did y'all have conversations like this before? Probably not. Like, you just putting out all the negative stuff. What about the positives? They cute. <laughs> <laughs> and they're gonna love you until they're a teenager they're gonna love you unconditionally until they're a teenager they'll still love you they just might not like you until they're a teenager <laughs> i don't know i'm just you know like i said i'm on the fence like sometimes i feel like okay i'm ready to i can show you a into... cute baby on that fro baby's instagram I'm account right now. and you'll be it. like Aww. It's like, you know, because I know that I'm going to be able to, you know, pour a lot of knowledge into. And love. Of course, love, you know, into them. But I can wait. Until when? I don't know. So this is Marcus. So first. I don't know. First, the discussion we had was, well, we're going to wait until we get married. Uh, Yeah. Then we got married and it was, well, we're going to wait until we buy a house. Then we bought a house, and it was, well, we're going to wait until we travel. <laughs> then we went to four countries in one year, <laughs> and it was, well, we're going to wait until we pay off some debt. <laughs> so it's like always going to be something we want to wait for. It's always going to be. So, you know, why wait? Is that I a commercial slogan? Why wait? I don't know, but yeah, I think it is. I don't know what it's for, but I can hear it in my head. 
why wait? But I don't know what commercial it is. Anywho, continue. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know if I'm on this train yet. You know, I think I might be at the station and I'm waiting for it to come. But you're not on it. I ain't on that. I mean, I'm yet. not on the train either. I'm not pregnant. Oh, you're on the train. <laughs> I am. You're ready to go. <laughs> I'm strapped in. You're ready to go. And you I'm, gonna leave me on the train by myself? Uh, you coming. You just, you just ain't got to my station yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got a few stops to go. It's like when I lived in uh, Jamaica. You oh, still, my god! You still in the city. Uh-huh. And I'm at my stop, the last stop on the F train. Well, it's a while before Man. I get to you. <laughs> <laughs> my whole point. It's a while. I don't know, you guys, but it's just how I've been feeling lately. I don't know if it's just something in the air. I think you know, it's something in the air. It's about to turn You know what I really fall. think it is? What? All of your friends are having kids. No, that has absolutely I nothing really to do with it. I really think that it is. No, my friends have been having kids for almost five years now. I have friends. And now it's catching up. I have friends that have five-year-olds, and I was not ready. Like, the fact that somebody else is having a child would not make me want to have a child. I just think the fact that there's so many of them no. that are having kids now. No. We like. No. I ain't going to say we like the last ones. We're not the last ones. That's what I'm saying. Like, our friends have absolutely nothing to do with it because if I wasn't ready, I could just be a really good auntie and make it do what it do. Like, I don't have to have a kid just because my friends do. This is truly something that has just changed. I don't know if any other women can relate to just having one day a switch going off that changed to where you just kind of felt like, I think I'm ready to share love with a little person that looks like me. Like, I don't know. Like, I just... We can go get a dog. I don't want a dog. The dog won't look like me. It'll smell. It'll never talk. It'll pee on the carpet. I'm good. I mean, they don't have to stink. Dogs stink. They go outside for five minutes. They come in. They stink. I don't we, care how many times when you we go outside them. for a few minutes. We come out smelling like outside too. And I can I can take a shower myself. I don't want to have to wash the dog. No. I think we should experiment with. I the think dog, we though. shouldn't. The other day, you were looking and, see, and you saw an article online that told you how expensive a dog is to have, and you were like, "Never mind, I don't want a dog no more." So what are you talking about? I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't forget. See, I listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to think about this. You know, I need to have a, a conversation with the the most high. Have you ever just sat and thought about, like, how you were as a child and, like, were, was thinking about, like, your qualities as a child and seeing, like, a little person having some of those same qualities or better qualities than I would you? hope they had better qualities than me when I was a little kid. Why? What were you like? I didn't know you as a kid. Shy what? and fat. um i don't well i wasn't fat but i don't know if i was shy i feel like i got more shy as i got older like i don't think i was mine was the opposite i don't think i was an introverted extrovert as a child i think i was completely extroverted i talked a lot i was shy didn't really want to talk to nobody and then as time went on i started asking a thousand questions yeah i'm pretty sure our kids will ask a thousand questions because i asked a lot of questions too i just talked a lot i still talk a lot i mean yeah that hasn't changed but so our kids are gonna talk a lot exactly so now i gotta listen to you talk all day (laughs) and then i gotta listen to them talk all day like i don't know if i'm ready for that marcus you act like you don't talk but that's my whole point so now they gotta listen to me talk i gotta listen to you talk and them 
to reply back. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of talking going on. I talk for a living. That's all I do all day. Well, when they're talking and I'm talking, you don't have to talk. You just listen. Man, I can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just, I just can't. I think you can. You know how some people, a lot of y'all, you know, work the jobs where you just on the computer all day and really got to talk to nobody and you can still get stuff done. That ain't what I do. Yeah, I know you talk all day. And then I got to come home and talk on the mic. But you enjoy that. And you enjoy coming home and talking to me. You'll call me on your way home and then talk to me when you get home. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'm on this train just yet. I think I need about another two years. Two? Two whole years? Hello? A year and a half. That's a really long time. That is not long. It is so long. Think about how fast this year just Marcus, moved by. you're not getting any younger. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> <laughs> you're old. I'm not old. You are old. I'm really not. You're old. I'm older than you, yeah. Yeah. You're not getting any younger. What is the rush for? Don't you want to be able to run in the yard? I can barely run now. Exactly. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. <laughs> I'll be <all> right. <laughs> you just proved my point even more. So I can barely run now. Okay. You should have seen me on that golf course yesterday. I bet. It was right, so sore. I don't know if so I don't know if all y'all people have ever uh went and like did golf for real when you did Most like people probably have like 18 holes and if you ain't got your stroke right <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna cause problems for you <laughs> for sure for sure your stroke gotta be you gotta right. Get the stroke right you gotta huh? get the stroke right okay <laughs> gotta get the stroke right <laughs> <laughs> oh back so all your stroke up. was off my stroke was all the way off <laughs> It was off, and I'm feeling it today. <laughs> but I had a good time on the golf course, you know. Had some good conversation with some folk, and I'm trying to change the subject, but it's not working because I'm still thinking about a baby. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got to think about it. I don't. I just, you know, I mean, I think every day I'm getting closer, but just not today. So if every day you're getting closer, how far away are you? <laughs> like, I'm, far, I'm far enough. I said I'm on the fence. I didn't say I wasn't nowhere you sh- near You the said fence. you were straddling the fence. Yeah. So that means you're pretty close. Yeah. Closer, you got to get that other leg Closer over. than I was last year, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so am I. Last year, it was like, no. Like, I was like, I'm good. I'm not. Mm-mm. No. But now, I'm just like, it wouldn't be so bad. To share love Man, with I'm another just, person. I'm just not ready to for all the crying and stuff, you know. If well, if they could just come out and be toddlers. No. You know, I, I think want I'd a be a baby first. I think I'd be a great if they came out was already just running around. But that ain't how it worked. No, it's not. You know, I ain't never changed a diaper in my life. He's never held like a I've newborn baby. I've never held a newborn baby in my He's life. He's never changed a diaper. But that's what classes are for. We're gonna go to class, you're gonna learn. It's gonna be great. Nah, it's turning into a full job. No, it's not. You talking about going to class? Yeah, you gotta, I gotta go to learn. Class. You gotta learn. You gotta read. <laughs> <laughs> it's a job. 
It's one of the best investments you'll make into a child. Oh my gosh, she is over here trying to sell this, y'all. Um, I'm gonna get back to y'all on this, <laughs> all right? You know what I'm saying? Ain't it about time to wrap this thing up? Okay, I just want to ask one more question. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so what was like a time when you were a kid or a baby when you got um you got punished for no reason? Oh like, my god. Or like a time when you really... I'm about to tell y'all this story real quick. Okay. It's not a baby, but I think I was... No, I just said when you were a kid. Like Okay, when, when I was a younger. kid. So this story going to sound crazy, but it's really happened. <laughs> Have I heard this story before? I don't know. Okay. All right, so it, I think I was in either the fifth or sixth grade. I think it was the fifth. Okay. And at my school, so my name is Marcus D. Johnson. Mm-hmm. There was another Marcus D. Johnson in my same class. Okay. Right? So. I think I have heard this story before. Does what? it have to do with report cards? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we got our report cards and I got mine and I knew this had to be wrong. Couldn't be me. <laughs> I had all D's and an F. <laughs> now, if anybody knows me. They know that couldn't be right. You're pretty smart. I don't know if I'm necessarily smart, but I got a, a mean-ass work ethic. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? for I compensate for that intelligence lacking with the work. Okay. And that's why I always stay in, because I'm going to work. Okay. But anyway, so I got the report card, and I'm looking at the teacher like, look, lady, this got to be wrong. Well, she was like, well, we can review that tomorrow. So, so you had to take it home. So I had to take my report card home to my mom that I knew was not mine. <laughs> and so I gave it to her. And before I gave it to her, so when I was younger, I always tried to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Right? And I always had an explanation for Our everything. Our kids are going to be negotiators. So I I, know. before I even handed my mom my report card, I said, Mom, listen, <laughs> this is not my report card. <laughs> And whatever you about to see is not mine. Is not mine. So please just know that we're gonna get this sorted out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta have you sign this though in the meantime. But, but it's not but mine. it's not mine. Yo, I gave my mom this report card. She looked at it and said, What have you been doing? <laughs> Like, I'm talking about she went off. Like, I cannot believe you. You ain't done nothing. You just been lying. You know what to do. Go get Mr. Do-Right. So my mom had a paddle <laughs> called, called Mr. Mr. Do-Right. Right. Like, who? first of all, who even makes up some shit like that? <laughs> Mr. Do-Right. And then she told me to go get him. <laughs> I used to have to go get the switch. Like, go get Mr. Do-Right. That's so the worst. You gotta go was, pick out your own switch. It was a, a real-life paddle. Like, a real-life paddle. Like, I was pledging to some shit. Like, <laughs> And on the paddle, she didn't drew on there Mr. Do-Right. And it had Rugrats. It had Rugrats. It. it had little characters on there <laughs> and everything. I'm talking about, she went ham on me that night. Oh, boy. That next day... She felt bad. That next day, 
I was so mad. And I'm 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 type of person, man. You piss me off. You gonna know. <laughs> you gonna know. Cause I'm talking about I took a beating that night for these D's and this L. So we get to school the next day. Cause I was like, no, you're gonna come up in here and you're gonna talk to her and let her know. So then the teacher was like, unfortunately, yeah, you know, I gave him the wrong report card and you know, this is really his and I'm sorry. You sorry? <laughs> you sorry? <laughs> Tell my ass that you sorry. <laughs> so then we find out that I really didn't have all D's and F. I wonder if you listening to other Marcus D. Johnson, I'm just curious to know what you're doing in life right now. I yeah, really he am. Took, he took your report card home. And he, he went got, home. He, was, he got special <laughs> rewards and dinners. I'm really curious to know what he's doing because that's crazy. But anyway, um, she looked at me, no lie. And said, well, I probably just missed something else that you did. So you probably deserve the whooping. Your mama said that? Yes. <laughs> I'm sitting there, there like, what? She didn't say sorry? No. Oh, bless Did it. not apologize. Talking about some, you probably did something and you deserved it now. I probably missed it. So now we even. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I will never well, forget that for our kids. I'll never forget that. We'll make sure that if they come home with a report card and they say it's not theirs and it's going to get sorted out tomorrow, we'll give them. I mean, a it chance. did sound like a lie. We'll give them a chance to sort it out, right? Is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna give them. Yeah, a we're chance gonna give them a to chance. Sort it out, and then if they don't, then they'll get the whooping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still sorry about that. Matter of fact, I'm gonna talk to her about that. Okay, well, I just wanted to hear that. I have one too, but I'm not going to share it today. Why not? Because we're getting a little late on the oh, podcast. Cool. But, um, and I like to keep it kind of under an hour to an hour for you guys listening convenience. But um, if y'all are interested to know my story that when I got in trouble and I didn't deserve it, let me know and I'll share it next week. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely happened and i know my mom's listening and she should know what the situation is because i ain't gonna never let her forget it uh-oh so uh-oh mama kita <laughs> uh-oh so yeah all right you guys well we're gonna go ahead and wrap this podcast episode on up and we're gonna leave you with the fact that i've let marcus know that i'm ready to have a child oh my god so we will see um if that's going to happen, he's talking about two years, y'all. I don't know if I can agree to that, but... um, Compromise, one and a half. Well, we shall see what happens. <laughs> I put it out in the atmosphere. That's all I can do, so... All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say? Year and a half. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, nah, I'm just oh. playing. Uh, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Well, if you have any jams juice stories or questions or anything, let me know. DM me, email us at ourhousethepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions for Marcus for Marcus Money Moments or um, life insurance questions or yep, anything, yep, yep. DM him or us or um, email us at ourhousethepodcast at gmail.com. And if you have just any questions randomly or any topic ideas or anything, can contact us, us at the same places we have a facebook and an instagram and they're both our house the podcast marcus let them know where they can find you this is so awkward every time why because you always change it yeah 
Uh, but you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Marcus Deontay J. Um, or you can find me at Johnson Capital Planning. Are you done? And <laughs> <laughs> you make it awkward. You I say could, the same thing each week. And if you're wondering what the music is playing every episode, you can go to MarcusJ.net and download Passion Speaks Louder. I promise you, if you're sitting at work in your cubicle or your <laughs> office, it'll, soothe, it'll your soothe your soul. Or you can just go to iTunes and um, look up Marcus J. Mm-hmm. or Passion Speaks Louder. There you go. And his album is there. You can download it. It's a very good album. And I'm not just saying that because he's my husband and there's a song on there named after me. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> It really is an amazing oh, album. I'm not. Plug. I'm not lying. <laughs> that was plug. a shameless plug. But I'm really not lying. It's it's an amazing album. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead and check it out. The song in the beginning is from the album, and the song at the end is from the album. So yeah, and you can find me at Jamaria Olivia J on Instagram, or you can go to throughjamseyes.com and check out my blog posts and all that whatnot. Yeah, yeah. All right, now come on now so we can get in here to go see Bobby. Yeah, we're about to go watch Bobby Brown and Whitney. I love you, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, you guys. We're going to get out of here. My name is Jamaria Johnson. I love you, Bobby. No, I'm just playing. I'm Marcus Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming over and hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Thank you.